WNYC Studios is supported by Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, it's Latte from Radio Lab. Our goal with each episode is to make you think, how did I live this long and not know that? Radio Lab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Welcome to NYC Now, your source for local news in and around New York City from WNYC. It's Thursday, September 21st. Here's the midday news from Michael Hill. The MTA says it will not increase bus or subway service when congestion pricing starts next year, charging drivers a fee to enter Manhattan below 60th Street. MTA Chair General Lieber says with ridership still down, nearly 30 percent on subways and buses from before the pandemic, current service can handle new riders. We can easily accommodate the total 75,000 or so additional transit riders that the um, that the congestion pricing system is projected to generate. The MTA is expected to release a proposed cost of the tolls next month. Lieber says the agency is on track to start totaling in May. New dumpsters installed on streets in Upper Manhattan are upsetting some local residents. WNYC Sophia Chang explained. The new bins are part of a pilot program that aims to fight the city's rat population by keeping garbage bags off sidewalks. They're on 12 residential blocks in Hamilton Heights, but some locals aren't happy. Caroline Miller can see two dumpsters from her West 149th Street apartment. You pay like a certain amount of rent for like a pretty cute neighborhood feeling. Now it's like I'm living in the back alley of a school building. Hate it so much. But Harlem Council member Sean Abreu said the bins are worth the trouble. At the end of the day, we have to make a sacrifice for the greater good. The pilot program is scheduled to run for about a year. Today's sunny and 72 for a high and on the gusty side as well to keep those temperatures down. When you see actor Danielle Brooks on the red carpet at the Oscars, she will be in full glamour and in grief. I've been with Sophia for so long and I just know like after the Oscars, that chapter is really done and that saddens me. I'm Kai Wright, a star of The Color Purple, honors the role that shaped her career. Next time on Notes from America. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Biden administration will make nearly half a million Venezuelan migrants newly eligible for working papers in the U.S., including tens of thousands right here in New York City. That's according to the Department of Homeland Security, which announced the move last night. Here to talk about it with us is WNYC Economics and Equity Editor, Josefa Velasquez. Josefa, so under the new protections, Venezuelan migrants will be able to legally work without having to wait for 180 days, like most asylum seekers. Who's eligible for this? 
So basically, the announcement last night from the White House said that any Venezuelan migrant who has been in the United States as of July 31st is eligible for temporary protected status. Uh, That's an extension of what's already in place for a lot of Venezuelans. But unlike the previous version of TPS, that ended in a about March of 2021. So what that essentially says is if you were in the U.S. continuously as of late July, you are eligible to apply for this protected status, which would pave a way for people to get work authorization. A big deal for New York City? Huge deal. Uh, For the last several months, uh, really the last year and change, Both the mayor and the governor of New York have been calling on the federal government to do something over the growing uh, migrant population in New York. Uh, The city estimates that about 40 percent of the roughly 100,000 people that have arrived in the last year are from Venezuela. And over the last few months, the the mayor has really picked up his request to Washington, saying that they need help. They need assistance. They need money. They need expedited work permits. They need anything they can get in order to get people out of shelters and emergency shelters and into permanent housing. And the easiest way to do that would be to give them working papers. Josefa, have we heard from Governor Hochul or the mayor yet on this? Yeah. So late last night after the news came out, both the mayor and the governor issued statements lauding Washington for doing this, lauding really the president for doing this, um, because there are only so many options that the Biden administration has regarding immigration reform. And with a deadlock Congress, a lot of those things that were on the table are basically non-starters. So one of the few things that the Biden administration can do is extend TPS. And that is something that the governor has called for in letters to uh, President Biden. And even yesterday when she was in Manhattan, she sort of hinted at something coming down the road. She spoke with President Biden and said that he listened to her and she was really hopeful that something was coming Mm -hmm. down, uh, hinting that something was on the horizon. We just didn't know what it was until, you know, about 9 p.m. last night. But Josefa, as you have just said, and as we know, the governor has been asking for this and the mayor has been asking for this. Why didn't this happen sooner? I think there's a lot of political calculations at play. I think, first of all, uh, it did take some convincing from both the congressional delegation in Washington and a, a strong lobbying effort on behalf of Governor Kathy Hochul, Mayor Eric Adams, everyone in Congress, local elected officials, to really explain how this situation is playing out in New York. Unlike a lot of other cities, New York City has what's called a right to shelter, which means that there are minimum basic standards that uh, shelters have to have, and the city has to provide housing for these folks. And that's really strained, an already strained system. We've seen, uh, you know, these 10 cities pop up all across the city, Uh, hotels being utilized, and quite honestly, some of these proposals that have been floated, whether it's a local work authorization, which would bypass the federal government in general, uh, there's a lot of concerns over that. And trying to expedite uh, working permits is easier said than done. You need to have Congress basically 
fund more, uh, create more funding for immigration mm-hmm. services. So I think at this point, we have reached sort of a culmination. And right. that's why we saw what we saw last night. WNYC Economics and Equity Editor, Josefa Velasquez. Josefa, thank you. Thank you, Michael. Thanks for listening. This is NYC Now from WNYC. Be sure to catch us every weekday, three times a day, for your top news headlines and occasional deep dives. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back this evening. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. 